Welcome into the Fist Bump Boys podcast. Two Army veteran best friends with a lifetime of talking, and sometimes debating, sports, and whatever else comes up. On this episode of the Fist Bump Boys, we recap week three action with a few unexpected upsets and a shakeup in our way too early look at the MVP race. Then, some more bold predictions, and of course, top to bottom, and the Fist Bump Five. All that and more in episode 94 of the Fist Bump Boys podcast. You're listening to the Fist Bump Boys podcast with your hosts, Josh Hubbard and Gio Chicasio, a veteran-owned sports podcast bringing you honest and down-to-earth discussion and debate with a little bit of flair. Boom! The Fist Bump Boys are back. And as always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the The Fist Bump Boys. Boys. Episode 94 is here. Week 3 in the NFL is done. Week 4 is right around the corner. And we got a ton to get into. That was just a really roundabout way to... Uh, Here we are. Here we are, though. Here we are. Listen. Listen. Football's been weird for us. We were just talking about it off the air. It's been a little bit strange this year. Yeah. Teams are all over the place. Our fantasy teams are mm, less than stellar <laughs> so far. It's just it's just been a strange year, and we're just kind of rolling with the punches, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what else can we do? As strange as the season's being, teams are losing, they shouldn't be losing. Players are playing bad, they shouldn't be playing oh, bad. Oh, Players oh. are playing. Like, it's, yeah. it's all over the place. Did you see that post about the Raiders? Someone posted a picture. Uh, like a screenshot of a post from weeks ago or months ago saying, is there anybody that can stop this Raiders offense? <laughs> the Raiders offense. And, and apparently it's Josh McDaniels because <laughs> they're over three and it's not going so hot. Someone was also talking about uh, the possibility that Derek Carr is deliberately not throwing to Devontae Adams. But And that makes, for that makes zero purpose? sense to me. That makes zero sense to me. Let's dive into it. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to wrap my head around. I don't, what I don't you understand. Just said. I don't understand yeah. why anybody would think that, except for the fact that he's not really throwing Devontae Adams. All right, we had some losses this week that made a lot of people scratch their heads. Yeah, zero sense. And which one do you want to start with? The, oh, so, you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back in, based off of what you just said, sure. that made zero sense. So we have three that we discussed that really jumped out at us. Yeah. And boom, quick impromptu start bench cut. Most surprising. Now, make sure we base this off of expectations going into week three, not what we may think now. Does that make sense? Yes. So based off of expectations going into week three, a quick start bench cut of what was the most surprising loss. Buffalo losing to Miami. Kansas City losing to Indianapolis. Or the Los Angeles Chargers getting blown out by the Jacksonville Jaguars. As weird as it sounds, I think it's the Colts beating the Chiefs because Patrick okay. Mahomes was healthy. Okay. The Chief- so that's your start, is you're saying? Yeah. Like okay. The Chiefs were playing extremely well. Yep. Uh, the Colts were not. Correct. 
And Very much so. Everything in that game, even to the last, I think it was, what, 30 seconds, I, I totally thought the Chiefs still had this game. Well, they've always had that that knack to be able to steal games at the right. end. Right, and then, you know, one thing leads to another. Matt Ryan throws the last-second touchdown, yeah. and, and yeah. the Chiefs got beat. For me, that was the most surprising. Okay, uh, so that's your start is the Colts over the chart the the Chiefs. Yeah. The the benches uh I, I would have to say the Bills versus Dolphins. So you 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 did not expect so that's number two. The Dolphins yeah. to be okay. Yeah. Um I it's just I thought the Bills were just that much better, better than everyone else in the league. Okay. And I thought that it was it, it, as good as the Dolphins have looked in the beginning of the season, I didn't think that they looked anywhere near as good as the Bills. Okay. Uh, and that leaves and the Jaguars it, beating and the Chargers. The as only cut. reason I'm less surprising than all that is because I knew about what was going on with Herbert going into the game. His his ribs were hurt. That's fair. Something going on. If any of these three teams I I, I was thinking were going to lose, it was going to be the Chargers. Uh-huh. I didn't expect it to be as dramatic of a loss as it was. Yeah. Well. So and and I put that in there. Yeah. The the Bills lost. The Chiefs lost. The Chargers got blown out. Yeah. Yeah, by by a Jaguars team that up until really yeah. the, you know this point, everybody's writing off they're one of the you know worst five teams in the league, and and regardless and, and we had the talk whether it's real or not like we we don't know sure. yet it's way too We're, early. It's, well, it's it's so I was with you until you said way. I think it's too early now. It's not way too okay, early. Th- week three. It's okay, week three. It's too early. We get listen. We get another performance like that this week. We're having a different conversation. That's true. From them. So I tend to agree with you coming into week three, I go the same order. But I'm going to throw a curveball of coming into the season. So before the season, if you had said week three, these three games would end up this way, what order would you go in then? Because I think I go the Chargers losing to the Jaguars start. Yeah. The. Bills losing to the Dolphins as the bench and Kansas City losing to the Colts as the cut simply because I expected the Jaguars to be mediocre at best, the Dolphins the same, and I actually thought the Colts were going to be really good. I, so I, I so just, just a different conversation. I think I was about the same as far as the Bills, Dolphins, Chief Colts are about the same yep. level with me. And the reason that I would probably put the Colts Chiefs there is, is I thought the Colts were that much, you know, a little yeah. bit better. And yeah. I thought that the Bills were a little bit better. Sure. So it was just. It just switches the order based on when you reference. Right. Right. But coming into this week, I agree with you I that it was, I thought that the Colts. And, but by the way, and I'm jumping ahead in segments, we talked about this in our fist bump five last week, that this game terrified me yep. because yep. all the money was coming in on one side but all the all the feelings were on the other side, and I just it just made me stay away from a statistical standpoint. I stayed away, and it turned out the Colts didn't just cover; they won. Yeah, outright. So, are these? And this is a question for both of us to 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 hash out: Are these outcomes? And I, this is a common question. We ask this question all the time: Are these outcomes more indicative of the winning team? Or the losing team. Well, it's different for each scenario. All right, let's go with Buffalo and, and Miami. So I, I I asked you the overreaction last week, and I don't think I asked it properly. It was wordy. I do apologize. <laughs> it was meant for you to read before the show. I, the I was down, I was not expecting like full on no, books, yeah. Yeah. but held my own. 
read them, yeah, hey, and reacted knocked, knocked in real time. Knocked it out of the park. But what I was trying to get across as far as the the, the Dolphins Bills game, yeah, w- with the butt punt, <laughs> as far as it being the the best unlucky yeah, play this ever. Is, all here's right, this what is I a good clarification. Here's what I had because I wanted to clarify that. What I'm trying to state is <laughs> that butt punt changed the uh, if they punted that ball and it and it ended up you know becoming a legal punt whatever. Yeah. They they probably would have got the ball 40 Buffalo wins that line. game. They win that game. Yes. By it being oh, off the butt. That changes off the butt. I can't believe we just got you to say that on the air. You're welcome. I love it. You're I welcome. It. That's but, going on social. But by I being just clip that part. <laughs> just off the butt. I'll talk to the editor. You. I'll talk to the editor. Yeah, you talk to I know a guy. So so now I understand yeah, your question. So by it being Because I took it as a different context. Yeah, by it ending up as a safety and allowing them while it's a punt kickoff. Was that a lucky play? So so then yes, I think yeah. I changed my answer. And if you look at it in in you know further down the road, this game, that one play yep. could truly change the, the, the pumps, outcome yes. of this division. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Now that I understand what the hell you were trying yeah. to say, well, that. it's like I said. I, like I said, I was hoping you would read it beforehand and maybe give me a call. And it, like, what it, did you it's mean? all good. It's it all didn't good. Happened. It is what it was. I really couldn't talk anyway because my so, mouth was a mess. Yes, you you were a late scratch uh, for for the Fistball Boys Monday Night Football halftime show, and uh, which took a turn, by the way, to be the Josh Hubbard it did. Fistball it Boys did. Monday Night Football halftime show, like an idiot. But um, so so to, then then yes. Given given the likelihood of a clean punt being returned decently, and I'm just saying, even if at all, even if at all, like you're probably a around the catch 50. at the 40, 50 yard yeah, line. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're you're at the, probably around the 50, maybe your own 40. If he hits a bomb, you're. Lo- but I don't think he's hitting a bomb because he had no room, right. as as we saw. Um, but even with no return, you're in great field position. With a decent return, you're in amazing field position. With a great return, you score. Yeah. So and it's not like they can send double gunners down. They have to hold people. No, back they had to. That punt it rush. had to be. It had to be full yeah. protection. Yep. So, so to 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 now I can actually answer. Yes, the the Dolphins lucked out uh, as far as the outcome of the game. Yeah. They absolutely did almost as much now. Just on the outcome of that play, taking it out of the game concept, right? Yep. It is almost as lucky, again, just in the structure of that play, right? almost as lucky as Jimmy Garoppolo, who stepped out of bounds Yes. in the back of the Orlovsky, I'm sorry, in the back of the end zone, which nullified. so happy somebody else is We're going to talk about that in just a second. Which nullified the pick six that he threw. Yeah, because he stepped yeah. out, threw the ball, it got intercepted, and obviously returned the seven feet for the touchdown. So it, they it actually worked out. But now they lost by one point. So oops. But just in the context of that, that was more lucky. Yes. Now to Jimmy G stepping out of the back of the air, the end zone, uh, remnants of Dan Orofsky. Yeah, yeah, he was very happy. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Tweeted. Yeah. Like a crazy person about it. And did you know that the Broncos won that game by scoring a touchdown, a field goal, and a safety exactly? And the last time that that happened was that game where the Vikings beat the Lions With in a the same way. Point. 
They missed an extra point if they did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly a touchdown, a field goal, and uh, a safety. And the Vikings did the same thing in that game where... I think that where, this 11-10 to win was... I don't know was if that a scoregami? I think it was scoregami. I'd have to double check. I did not see an alert about that because I actually check. I actually get alerts on that. Yeah, yeah. I actually scoregami is cool if you pay attention to the scoregami. It's, it's really interesting. and we're not going to dive into it because it is super cool. And there's a whole video where the guy does a phenomenal yes. job explaining it. But it's basically unique scores that, that have never happened in football. Um, but that was the last time it happened. Was that Dan Orlovsky stepping out the back of the end zone? And I thought that oh. was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal, almost as good as Mark Sanchez uh, t- tweeting out "Stay in your lane" after the butt punt. But you see, he the, tweeted to the, the punter, the "Stay in your the lane." Thing, the difference between those two is like one, one was, was exactly the same thing. One was exactly what yeah. needed to happen, and one was the worst play in NFL history, as far as butt fumble, butt punt. But a thing that I wanted to touch on in the Buffalo Bills. Circling back, game. yeah. yeah we, circling we, back. <laughs> I didn't want to use your, your catch. All right, I got there. it. I got it. Did Matt it look Bennett. like Miami had any control in this game no, at all? None. None. Which is why this was, again, just looking at it, you know, on the surface, it was a shock. Cause like, have you seen the comparison of stats of next to each other, Josh Allen versus Tua? He blew him away. 400 yards yeah. for Josh Allen. Tua had Two 182. Touches, no picks. Uh, Tua was one eighty six for a no, touchdown. No, he did. He did have a, a concussion scare, so we had to. Come no, he out did. Some, he did. So. And Teddy Bridgewater went zero for two. Yeah, when no, he was in. It, it, it's like there was mind boggling how that happened. Josh Allen alone outrushed the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I don't understand. I it. don't get what happened in this game. If you looked at just the raw stats and how the game looked on the field, if you said we're not going to sure. show you any of the scoring. But we're going to show you the rest of the game. Every other play other than a scoring game, you would have looked at this and been like, Buffalo won, won by 30. Yeah. And it was Miami squeaking it out. And and to their credit, holding home court like they really think that they should. Home, holding home field, home court. It's either way you want to use it. But they, they did a good job. You can't take it away from the Dolphins. And, and in reality, I don't know if you can really take it away from the Bills in this as so it's, so it's then you what you think is neither to go back to the original question which started this onslaught yeah. of conversation is this on the bills or on the dolphins neither this it's kind was, of an anomaly this one was on the flip of the coin like it was decided by the flip of a coin it, it feels like it was weird yeah and it didn't feel right the end of it just didn't feel but and you say this all the time. You got to play. Yeah. Who? Yeah. You no. Absolutely. And, and like and I that's said, that's how it goes. You got to tip your cap to Miami for winning. They this won. Game. It. They won the game. But it's not. You. I don't really. How think is the question? Take how did they win this away game? From Buffalo. All right. I. Uh, I'm gonna jump to the Chargers and the Jaguars, and I think. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna say. Sure. Who is it on? The Chargers or the Jaguars? <laughs> that they got. Blown so out. I will. I will put it on the Jaguars winning this game. Okay. Um. It was a massive help how hurt Herbert was, and the fact that Keenan Allen was Keenan Allen was out. Yeah. So uh, Herbert got hurt, and Joey was Bosa up. got hurt. During Bosa the game. got hurt. the The list of of injuries on the Los Angeles Chargers. Josh Jackson Jackson's is still out. Like is unbelievable. Yeah. So, but the Jaguars not only won the game, like, 
they stepped on the gas and they showed what they could do against, even without Joey Bosa, a good Los Angeles Chargers defense. Super efficient. Yep. The Jaguars were efficient in this game. Stats didn't blow you out of no, the water. No. Lawrence threw for 262 and three touchdowns. That's just fine. That is just mm-hmm. fine. And, you know, James Robinson hit exactly 100 yards on the ground. I, th- I think, and, and I can't remember exactly who I was watching that said this, but I think we're watching the evolution of the new age backfield with this Jaguars uh, team. The two-headed monster. James Monster and Travis Etienne. James Monster and Travis Etienne. I, yeah, you, you're going to okay. go with it. Let's go with it. All That's right. his new nickname. I'm calling him Oh, that. my God. Okay, hold on. James Monster. James Monster. Yep. Locked in. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna remember who we're talking about. Every, wait, who who is it? James. Does he Monster. play for the Washingtons? <laughs> but That's I, good. They they both complement each other so well. They can both catch the ball. They can both block. Like they are both bruising running backs who can move laterally. Yep. Like and and you know, like you said, can catch the ball. So we talked about this last year. The evolution of the running back, specifically when Derrick Henry got hurt. Mm-hmm. And how we both predicted right away that this is going to change the way teams approach the running back position. Uh, sucks for the running backs because they're not going to be paid commiserate with their skill set. But it's the nature of this sport. People are moving to the, you know, teams are moving to a two-headed monster more so than in the past. And you see it, you know, and I know it goes to my bold prediction for the season, but you see it in Green Bay Probably better than anywhere. Well, they put them both on the field at the same time, yeah, and I think, and they both I think that we're starting level, to see this. Right this new, you know, it's AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones and Aaron are a little Jones. bit older than these. Yeah, two but right these here. these are the younger. This these is the guys, next round. These guys are. If they put them on the field together with Trevor Lawrence, they need to. They, they, they do. They do, but they don't. They don't because they they have these wide receivers who are now stepping yes. up. Zay Jones. Who is that? Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Is- you know, don't get me wrong. Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones yep. Jr., really good. Like I said, Christian Kirk has outplayed his yes. the contract now that we see the evolution sure. of this sure. contract. Sure. Great signing. Yeah. Jay- Zay Jones is love going it. nuts. Love I love it. I I was a this is gonna sound weird, a closet Zay Jones. I I've watched him, but I didn't I didn't have enough. Of uh, of uh, gumption on it, <laughs> I didn't have enough gumption to to come right out and say it. But he's been he's been solid for a little while, and well, he's, he was always like he's a fallen good, into solid three four. Now, now here's the thing with catches. Jacksonville is there is no true as we've discussed so many times number one receiver. Correct. Love Christian Kirk, but he has not proven to be able to be a number one. No. But they have three solid number twos, twos yeah. which is pretty good. It's yeah. pretty darn yeah. good. And, and you know, as disappointing as he's been for, for you know, the, the earlier stages of his career, Evan Ingram is a uh. good tight end. As a Giants fan, I know it kills you. So but... it kills me because I know yeah. he's good, and I've no, I've been a Evan Ingram fan for a while. But we had no choice; he right. was dropping right. everything. Right. But in this, team, I was like the last one on his side. But it's like this team; he it's doesn't have to be that guy. The pressure is not there anymore. He, he's so doing it's very working. well. Like this Jaguars team looks really good, and like I said, this game. Part of it was Herbert was hurt, and it was yes, some absolutely. of the injuries. Absolutely. But, so I don't think that that is necessarily saying that the Chargers lost this game, even though they did lose this game. They lost because no, of the them. the injuries are a 17-10, to 21-10 yeah. 
final this score. This was Jacksonville taking this game and saying thirty-eight to ten is they would have lost man, most likely fully healthy. It was. It was. I think that that uh, Doug Peterson grabbed this Jacksonville team and said, "This is our chance to to, to prove a point." Another stat that I saw. It's the four, what, he is tied, tied for, fourth for the wins. fifth yeah. most yeah. wins in Jacksonville Jaguars history, and With he's coached three games. He's, yeah, he's coached three games, and he's tied for the fifth most wins. Now, a lot of that is they lost a lot of games, and they haven't been around that long. It's weird because they started off really good. Yes, they they were the team that went to the AFC Championship right away. You know, the, yeah. the Tony Baselli, uh, oh yeah, uh, Jimmy Smith. That that was they were they they started off hot yeah. and then Mark yeah <laughs> disappeared. Tom Coughlin left and it was yes. just like all right we're done here. Yes, and then he came back and hmm. interesting, interesting. Okay, now to Kansas City and Indy. Who's that on? I'm ha- I'm having a tough time choosing this. Who? Because Indy has looked like trash in the first two weeks of the season. But then they come out, and they beat a top-tier team. 1-2 in the league at coming into the week. Matt Ryan, a solid 222 yards, two touchdowns, 105 rating. Jonathan Taylor was okay. 71 yards for JT. Pittman led receiving with 72. Yeah, I mean it's you can go down and read the stat like you look at it like it's exactly as the score stated like this wasn't Yeah. This wasn't an impressive game to be honest on either side. Until the last 2 minutes of the game. Yeah. This is a boring game. Yes, it was it was tough to watch. I did not see much of it. I tend to watch a lot of the red and zone I, and, when I'm watching these. I do, because I, I have confidence that the Colts' defense is good. Like I really sure it's it's gonna and be, their offense can be very good. But I'm not I'm not even I'm I'm just looking at the positive the things that I know. If if looking at this, I know the Colts are going to have a good defense. They might lose, but they're going to have a good defense. Sure. The Chiefs, I look at them and it's it's you got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. This is going to be a good offense, and neither one was really wrong. Like. The Colts, okay. the Colts' defense played well. The Mahomes Chiefs, did have a pick, but that was on the last play of the game. Right. So it really right. didn't it's factor just, in. It's like the Colts did just enough to stay in the game, and Matt Ryan had, had enough. I mean, it, it's common sense stuff. I'm saying, like, you know, Booger McFarlane stuff. So it, he <laughs> played long enough. Yeah. But that's exactly what happened is the Colts realized we just need to stay within striking distance. That secondary, which is now missing Tyrone Matthew. Yeah. Which we talked about. Yeah. It was going to be huge, and that's exactly what happened. They, it, Matt Ryan was able to beat them in the, in the closing, you know, 45 was, seconds yeah, of the game. 24, I think it was 24 yeah, seconds like, it, it's, was the end. That was the issue. The Chiefs didn't have the proper secondary in order to stop Matt Ryan. The two turnovers didn't help the Chiefs. Uh, they had the fumble early on and then the interception right at the end. Yeah, but I don't think that that second one mattered really. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Is it, that one didn't matter? But the fumble played the a factor. Fumble did. They scored. They scored off of that. So, it. I I I think this is similar to. Would you say this is similar to Bills Dolphins, where it's kind of on both sides of the fence here? It's. I think it's. And that's the yes, that's but the I think it's Howard's more, way out. I, yes, but I think it's more balanced in a way that the Colts. 
the weaker part of the Colts team was better than the weaker part of the Chiefs team. That's what this game was. That's what decided it. The Colts offense, which is the, the weaker part, okay, was able to beat the Chiefs defense because they which were the missing what part. they needed, which is the weakest part. Right. Their strengths pretty much. So you're putting this on the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts earned it. The Colts deserve like this win. I like that. Is this going to turn into? Is this going to turn them around? I, th- I think it is. Forward 0-2 start. I think it is. Well, it, it was the 0-1-0 oh, start. Sorry, sorry. You're right. You're um, right. They had that ridiculous I, I tie. I think that it's going to give them the confidence boost they need to start keeping up with Jacksonville because I, I think Jacksonville at this point from what they I've seen. They just got blanked by Jacksonville. And they come back around in three mm-hmm. weeks again. Mm-hmm. But they got Tennessee, Denver, and Jacksonville again, and then Tennessee again. Oh my God! Yeah, the, the way that that's I'm, a weird scheduling. The way that I'm looking at this division is, I, I don't think Cleveland's going to have enough juice to make it to Deshaun coming back. Yeah, they, they, I, I, you know what? I don't have a lot of money. I don't, but I'm going to put all of it right here and now. I'll bet you all of it, every single penny I have, that the Cleveland Browns will not win the AFC South. I, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. So you won't take that bet? No. Is it because you don't think the Cleveland Browns are good? Or is it because the no, Cleveland, because Browns, Cleveland Browns, Browns are not in that South. division? Okay. I realized what I yeah. said as Welcome. I was saying it. I was Welcome. letting you come through with it. <laughs> because I realized what I did. I, okay. I was thinking of Sean Watson because for some reason when you I the Texans. Houston, I meant the Texans. <laughs> the Texans are not a good enough team. I don't know why. It's because it was the Texans. I'm just it's automatically fine. to Sean it's Watson. Fine. because you know. Susan, I went, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess we'll roll with that. <laughs> Once you started with it, I realized, like, yeah, I made a mistake. So, <laughs> all right, get, get to it. it, get to it. But, but my point is, is that Houston's not going to win this division. Houston's not going to win this, and it looks like Tennessee's not going to win this division. Interesting. They, they're just, they're, they're not looking I, good at all. Not for nothing. No, and it's you're early. Right. You're, it's early, but this what is what you said I saw. Was right, and but my whole thought process was not on the Colts. By the way, no, no. I was dead wrong on the Colts yeah. so far, well, but. Tennessee, everybody but, was high on him. Well, and I was higher on them because I yeah. thought that Traylon Burks was sure. going to. And, and he's, he hasn't and been bad. I was just going to say. He hasn't been bad at all. He's, the rest of the team has been bad. It's been They horrible. have put everybody into stopping Derrick Henry, yeah. and Tannehill hasn't been able to beat it. Tannehill doesn't have A.J. Brown anymore. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. They didn't yep. think that it would matter. They, they thought that they could just bring somebody in and replace him, and A.J. Brown is, is quickly showing that y- you should have kept yeah. me. Yes, but – from a business standpoint, I, they did what I they had to do. It. I, I got, got it. it, but it's also a business a, a standpoint of looking at it. Like the Titans really were close. Yes, they, weren't they absolutely were. <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. But here we are. All right, we're going to move on. Looking forward, I think it's time for bold predictions. What do you think? We do bold predictions. You ready for bold, Let's predictions? Do bold predictions? All right. Since we both nailed it. I didn't nail Again. anything with mine. We both nailed You want to start? I'll start, start with yours. Go ahead. So last. So week, recap yours. I said that the, in the Steelers-Cleveland game. Oh, oh, I remember it now. And they scored there, so fast. There would not be a single touchdown. And <laughs> it happened in the first, so like, fast. 35 as seconds. As soon as I said I texted you. Well, there goes that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you know right. what? That's fine. That's right. That, like said, I said, these are you bold said no touchdowns yeah. in the Browns Steelers game, I and it ended forty-one to thirty. No, I'm just kidding. Who would have thought that I would have had a better chance calling that in the San Fran Denver game? This is true. This is true. That is that is a hundred percent true. Okay. So what is so? You, <laughs> I, are we going to go through yours real quick? Or do you want me to recap let's, mine let's first? Recap ours, and then we'll, right. we'll knock them out. Um, I just had 
no big, like not a big deal, really. I just said that Tua would throw for 506 he yards and, he was close. and seven touchdowns to break the record for a two-game stretch. Yeah. And uh, he almost got there. He he gave it the old college try, and he, he went for 186 yards and one touchdown. So just a little bit. You know what I'm starting to realize? Just is a bit outside. I've been, I've been predicting great, great games from very specific people, yeah. and then they play really, really, really badly. So – I might have to change this week's. So I'm going to look at who I'm playing in fantasy and predict that they're going to have great weeks. <laughs> All right. So I said two was going to break the two-game record. He didn't even come close. He had that uh, concussion scare, which they are investigating, by the yeah. way. What which they should. Back. Which they should. I'm fine with it. I don't love the it's going to take a couple of weeks. That just make, that that makes make no any sense, sense to me. At all, yeah. But it seems like all signs are pointing to it. It's fine. All right. So. Your bold prediction for week four. Okay, so I, oh, I you did, get a smirk immediately. I did some serious studying. I, I like see some research. I, I got see some a stuff raggedy piece it's of paper because I had to with, carry it with me at with work. what appears to be a child's handwriting on it. Well, that's that's what it appears that's, to that's, be. That's fair. That's okay. fair. So <laughs> this, okay. this is gonna be good. Hold on, everybody. Do you know what the record? Oh no. For the most combined rushing yards by two quarterbacks in a game is. Oh, my goodness. I don't. No. Okay. It's the NFC Division Championship game, January 12, 2013. Oh, okay. Colin Kaepernick versus Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, you know. Okay. And most of that was on Colin. Yeah, by the no, way, no, by the way, it did, I did not do this, but I was looking at rushing yards for a quarterback as well. Okay. I was now, looking at this. I didn't now, go with it. That also happens to be the most rushing yards by a quarterback in the game, which is er, uh, 181. 181, right. yes. The second most ever. By a single player? By, no, by two quarterbacks. A combined playing against okay. the combined. The, the number two in there. Oh, So that was 209, I'm sorry, between okay. uh, Kaepernick and Rodgers. 181 for Kaepernick, 28 for Rodgers. Got it. The second one is the second highest rushing game by a quarterback, which is Michael That's how Vick. it works, yep. Versus Dante Culpepper. No, no, Ooh. I'm saying the, yep. the individual is also in this. Got it. The, the, the McNabb one, I do. Yeah. Uh, well, McNabb's not in. I'm, I'm talking sorry. Culpepper. I'm sorry, Culpepper. Hey, we, we get we. It is what it is. So Michael Vick had 173 yards, yep. and Dante Culpepper had 35. All right, 208 yep. yards. From Got one behind. Everything else other than that, there's never been a game other than those two that was over 170 yards. Combined. Okay. 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 Oh, 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 Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. There it is. Are going to combine for well over 200 yards. They're going to break the record. My estimate is going to say 225 yards plus. Will between the two of them, and it'll be over 100 yards for Lamar Jackson. Will either of them break the single game record? No. Okay. That would have. It would have been. That would have been interesting. But both defenses, I think, are good enough. They that that's good. not going to happen. They are good. I like that one. I was looking at that same game. And I was going. To, I wasn't going combined. I was going to look at the single game record, just just solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't feel like just that was bold enough. I like the double. I like the double. All right. <clears throat> I don't have chicken scratch. Mine's mine's okay. Similarly, I'm going to start it. Do you know the record for most sacks by a single player in a game? Six or seven. It is seven. Okay, I don't know who the player is. Derek Thomas. Who, okay, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, is also in the tie for second with six <laughs> in a single game. Yeah. Back in 1990, he had seven sacks. Yeah, so to any any of our younger listeners, to understand Derek before. Thomas. Oh, my goodness. You had Lawrence Taylor right below him. Yes. You had Derek Thomas. Yes. 
And then there was a major yes. gap. Bruce Smith. He was up there. But, but there was a gap yeah. between Derek Thomas and Bruce Smith. And there was a huge gap between Bruce Smith and whoever was next. And we also have to remember that the sack wasn't an official stat. So Correct. I want to say 82, 82. or 83. It was at like, uh, like 83. It was no, right. it was 82. No, it was 83 because yeah. they started keeping it because of Lawrence yes. Taylor. That's and, right. And there are, there are a number of players that – have a claim to be all-time sack artist. Deacon Jones. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Gus, uh, oh, there it is. Thank you. Thank you from the New York Jets. He yeah. was a monster, and he was right before yeah. that stat yeah. became a reality. So, it's pretty simple. The record's going to be broken this week. Let's let's hear when and who. Oh, and... that's not bold enough for you? No. You just, okay. No. Okay, I'm going to tell you where it's going to get broken. I'll go that far. But hold on. It's gonna get it's gonna get broken in Atlanta. Yep. You don't look satisfied. I, I want to know. You're who. still not happy. I want to know who. Okay, you ready? Miles Garrett flipped his car, went to the hospital, coming in, playing in this game. He's getting eight sacks right there. He's breaking the record. Yeah. We don't even know if he's playing. I'm telling you right now, he's playing. And he's breaking the single game sack record right there. Boom! Now that is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Look, I'm, it's it's a very bold prediction, to, to, especially saying he's going to get eight. He's not going to tie this record. Nope. He's going to break it. Eight. Eight. Eight and a half. Wow. Let's go. Car record. Are they get all going to be on Marcus Mariota? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, yes. He's not going to kill him before, no, like, the no, third quarter. No, it'll be soft. He's not going to hit him with a helmet. Soft. And one of them, one of them, Mario's going to lie down, a la Brett Favre. Is it going to be the eighth one? <laughs> no, it's going to be the half. They're going to combine and just lay him down gently. It's going to be like, all right, enough of this. Now, Miles Garrett was in what appeared to be a pretty nasty single yes. car crash. He had F- rolled a couple the times. Car. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a woman with him, and she has non-life-threatening injuries. He has not. He got mad at the car and ripped the tire off. Smacked the car with it. They he w- he went to the hospital. He has cleared concussion protocol. No major injuries. His technically speaking, his status is up in the air. I think he's going to play, and I think he's going to be shot out of a cannon. There's a chance they still lose the game, though. By the way, that's a separate. Is, is that's there separate, though. is there a possibility oh, that he's going oh, to play oh, with his? Hair on fire! Yes. All right. Yes. All yes. Right. Yes. Eight sacks. Miles Garrett eight coming and a half, your way. I you, said. you know what? I'll I'll stick with it. Fine. Eight and a half. All right. But but it should be noted. My actual bull prediction is he's going to break the record. That's so what, anything right. more yeah, than seven, seven and, and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. Seven and a half. And five. I and I'm good. And that is. But we're going to get how how close you get based on because <laughs> if he does, if he gets thirteen, I think I still get the win. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it's not. Okay. A, it's not a. It's not a full like. At least you'll get. Can you'll I get say like at least ninety percent. <laughs> you'll get ninety percent of the credit for that. So you're saying the single game record for combined rushing yards by two quarterbacks will be broken? Yes. By Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Yes, and Lamar Jackson will have over a hundred yards. He'll have the most yards of the two. One of them is going to have to have over a hundred. I say it's going to be Lamar. Generally speaking, yeah, I I feel like well by math, I'm saying yeah, yeah, one of them yeah. So I'm saying, yeah. so I'm saying Lamar will be the one. If Lamar will have it, the most, be, yes. and they will combine for breaking the record. But you said two over two twenty five. All right, I say that Miles Garrett will come back from his car crash 
and break the single-game sack record currently held by Derek Thomas at seven. I like it. I love it. I like it a lot. All right. It's not as early. It's not as way too early. But it's still way too early. But it is still way too early. And I love bringing this up. I uh, you I know you you weren't on the the live with me and I brought it up on the live uh, on on Instagram. I saw, yeah, yeah, I watched the and it was difficult for some of the people watching to understand the premise as well. And I said, "Stop it! I'm not saying they're going to win MVP, but and it was specifically talking about Saquon because the Giants game was on I, during I the Monday night. The way that I've explained it to people who've asked me, yep, is. If the season were to end your brother? today... Are we talking about your brother? Of, Which is interesting because that's who I was yeah. talking to on the video, if my brother. If the season were to end today... Yes. And yes. you were to grade who's going to win MVP based on Boom. what's going on, yep. these are who wins. Exactly. That is exactly how it is up to that point. So, now we get to do it through week three. And we're going to start at five. This was, so, hard. this is such hard. a hard week. It is hard. And and so guys fell off. It, it's shook it up. Absolutely, it, absolutely. it's a little. Well, so up. I'll I'll just say right now. Herbert's off the list. He's hurt. He played. Yep. You know, bad game. Yep. Played. A, you know, yep. was the reason for Lost. the loss in yep. game four. Yep. And, and some of it is through no fault of his own. Like I said, it's an injury. And he's it is what it is. Okay, but so he still isn't. He's in off the top, my list. He's not in the top five. I agree. So who is number five? I really couldn't differ, differ, uh, differentiate between got it. five and six. Okay. So I've got two at five. I also have two of oh. five. Who was your six? Well, no, he. What I'm saying is, my five and six are five. Like it's seven would be the next. It's the way that I do math. It's just who was he thing. tied with? The, the number. The are you about person. to give me six names? Yes. Oh, I don't like that at all. I have to. I don't I like can't that at all. Differentiate. Okay, so who's your five A? So who's who's lower on the list? Michael Parsons. Oh man. Okay. I, I, I wasn't gonna allow I had, it. I wasn't gonna allow it. I know, it. but he's. But now I am. He's been listen, so listen, dominant. You know. Yeah. I have made it abundantly clear that despite the uniform and helmet that man wears, I am in awe. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna put any superlative on it because you can compare him to some amazing. All time I, but I'm All not time gonna greats. do that. I'm not going to do that. No. I am simply I, looking so at I it think, in the window. He I is, think it's yeah. too early to call exactly. him and compare him to those, exactly. but it's awesome to look at it and say, that's what could be. This and guy. Not only could that be what he is. He could be more. He could be more. He could be more. I have been on the Micah Parsons train since, since, since he was in Penn college. State. Yes. Yeah. And I watched I that draft. That. I can absolutely vouch for that. I watched that draft. Both and of us screamed. Perfect. We so, he said that there were four or five teams before he got drafted yes, that should. Yes, and when when we were coming down to the Giants pick and the and oh my god, because the Giants were there and then the Cowboys were right after that and then the Eagles, right? And I was on top of the moon thinking we were going to get this guy. Yeah, because he was there on a, he, on a silver platter. Now. I'd love the trade the Giants Giants made in a vacuum. They traded back with the Bears, which then allowed the Cowboys to trade back mm-hmm. uh, with the Eagles because they knew they were going to get their guy, right? And as soon as we made that trade, I said, he's going to Dallas, and I can't root for this guy because he is an absolute monster. And every single thing that I said was going to happen, and I'm not the only one that said it, mm-hmm. 
but I have been screaming. A lot of people have said. A lot of people said he was going to be very good. Yes, I said he was going to be game changing. Right off the bat, people are now saying yeah. it, and have been saying it for a year. You know, oh, halfway so, through last year, no, no, I'll, everybody I'll was on the train. When, when the draft was happening, I was very high on him, but I wasn't. You know, oh. he needs to be a top three pick. Like I wasn't. No, but looking back at it, redraft, he should have been the first pick. Redraft. This guy is out of control. We he won the defensive rookie of the year. I picked him he, for he defensive, been defensive player, player of the year. He was in the conversation yeah. for both. Yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't going to allow the double. I wasn't going to allow it, but I'm going to co-sign on it. I agree. Yeah. I stuck to five, you know, followed the rules and all. But if I were to, I, if I were to, it would be my car right there. 100%. 100%. So um, I also have two and five. So the other person on mine is it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is where? At, at, he's the five, the two five. So I have the five A and the five. Where I told you said him two I'm six. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I said Patrick Mahomes. You said two. You said two. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. gonna go back. Okay. Right. I, so I didn't mean to. I, okay. Because I, I said I also have two. Oh, I did. Okay. I had Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So I have two of five. Okay. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with Micah Parsons being right there. Mm-hmm. He would be my six if I had to rank it. Though it wouldn't take much for me to put him at five. It wouldn't no. take much. I think it's more along the lines of I don't want to not start bringing him into this conversation. I think yeah. it's at the point now Absolutely. where he needs to at least start being mentioned. Absolutely. I didn't want to miss him, but I do think that Patrick yeah. Mahomes might have a slight edge for sure. me in my Sure. Point. I have two slightly ahead and Patrick Mahomes slightly ahead there. But they So I have Pat at, at four. I have Josh Allen at four. So, which means you have two or higher. I do. Okay. So I I did not put to a higher because he was not as integral to this win as he would have liked. I agree. He, he I got agree. injured, got taken out. They they mm-hmm. he did not win this game. I agree. They won the game. He didn't, which hurt him so, for me. So I not not I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. Didn't hurt him, but didn't bump him up. I, I thought I get it. that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes had a big enough lead. Over oh. him specifically, I get it. That it's I'm, close. I'm with you. I'm, I'm kind of looking at this like sure. giving him a little extra credit for what he's done. That's all it is. And, and listen, it's your ranking. To be honest, fine. three through five, they're this far away. Yeah, they're yeah. so close. I agree with you. And my three is Josh Allen. That's fair. And that's where you have Tua. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So it's the same thing. And then two, I got Jalen Hurts. Okay. So I don't. Okay. I don't. Who do you got number one? Who do you got two? Lamar Jackson. I got Lamar Jackson at one. I got Jalen Hurts at one. And and it's the same thing. Right now. But they are neck right and now neck. they are neck and neck. And, and 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 the I think the only reason I have Jalen Hurts ahead. This is the only reason. Team success. And that's fair. And it's this close. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you that can't see, my fingers are very close together. You can those, vouch for those. Them. They were. They great, were very close great together. Great visual representation. Yeah, I got this. I got this. Okay. Um those two are – and by the way, there's now a gap. Right now, there's a gap after two. Oh, yeah. Between well, that, two and Well, three. that's what I'm saying is right now those two are head and shoulders above yes. everybody else. Yes. And, and this it could change could, so It could quickly. change in a matter of has. one game. It already has. But Lamar could be number one. Jalen could yep. be number one. Nobody else can be number one right yep. now. It's those two. I agree 100%. And the, like I said, the only – the if you made me look at just the play on the field, it's Lamar. But when you add in that team success, which is yeah. – a factor Absolutely. in MVP Absolutely. conversations. Unfortunately, it's just the way it is. Jalen Hurts gets the nod right now. Yeah, it's that simple. And I'm totally okay. So my five, which by the way is only five, is five to one. Tua. I'll allow it, but you can only. Hit. I swear to God. Tua, 
Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar, and Jalen Hurts. Okay, yours so is I'm gonna, hold on. Go ahead. I'm going to name my five, which is Go Patrick ahead. Mahomes, One, Josh Allen, two, Tua, three, Jalen Hurts, four, Lamar Jackson. Five. But Micah Parsons six. needs to be recognized in this. So six. Got it. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> no, I again, if if we were going six, we'd have the same same six names, just slightly different order. I, I yeah. man, I'm so mad that he's on the Cowboys. I just I had think this, everybody who's not a Cowboys fan is I, mad he's so not a I have Cowboy. a colleague at, at my day job, my side hustle, if you will. Um, and he's a he's a big Cowboys fan. He's a little since 1996, huh? When he was born, he he has never seen them. He has seen he's a kid. He's a kid. He never saw them in the Super Bowl. So no, not that long. Oh, so he's not one of those. He was born after. Their I, last I know Super a Bowl of Cowboys fans. Who Most know. of them, yeah. Nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. When, when did you start liking them? You know, ninety seven. Like the Bulls fans. Like the Bulls fans. Oh, same, yeah. same people. And the the Forty Niners fans. Every single one of them. Same difference. Same exact oh, difference. It is a hundred percent fair. That's fair. <laughs> Although, I've never seen them not be great. As I mean, far as like the franchise history. I mean, that that the franchise history, they've always been great. So anyway, I had this conversation about Michael Parsons today about how infuriating it is for me to see that specimen of a player. He is so good on my least favorite team. <laughs> like it's by it's a insane. Mile. Like we've seen in the last I'll say ten years, we've seen JJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack. Yes. Three of the Bosas. The Bosas. The like, Bosas. We've seen and trans- JJ Watt's brother TJ. Transcendent defensive yeah. players. Yeah. And I don't think any. There's a chance. Really There's a chance ha- hold that he's a better. Handle to his potential. Yes, he is. You ready? Okay, I'll say it. he is arguably on their peak level already. Yeah, and he's yeah. three games into his second season. Yep. If he continues on this trajectory, whoa, we've got a problem. Now it does we help have... that Giants uh, tight ends were chipping him into Daniel Jones during that game, but still, he was running for his life. Uh, just to put a little, a little viewpoint on this, we were talking about Derek Thomas earlier. Yes. And I, I remember his – I got to tell My you. uncle was a I gotta huge tell you. Chiefs fan. I got to tell you. And looking That's at, a really re- looking peak, peak DT. Peak DT, yes. we're already seeing signs of that well, right now. But the crazy That's thing was – That's a really good truly comparison. Truly peak DT started in his second year. His second year, he had 17 sacks. But but what I'm saying is, he it started and and rose but from that, there. That's the point that I'm getting. He's to. already at that level. Like he's but, already comparable but what I'm to saying that is level. The, compar- the comparison yeah. that I'm it's, making is it it's spot sec- on. Second year DT yeah. is what we this can is see great out of second year great Mike Parsons. Great and if watch. he continues on that DT, DT trajectory and doesn't have the tragedy that befell yeah. Derek Thomas, yeah, because. It, that it, was a rough day. Ooh, we're not going to talk if about that. If that tragedy, as long as he avoids that horrible tragedy. And any major injuries. Derek and any, Thomas yeah. was the only other player that I can truly remember in history where I'm like, he could actually give Lawrence Taylor a run for his money. I, I agree with that. Linebacker. I agree with that. I agree with that. And Michael Parsons is, is my goodness. Yeah. All right. Moving on. This is the part of the show where we rank some teams. As we see it now, very similarly to the MVP conversation, it's as we see it right now. We're going to rank the bottom three teams and the top five teams in the league, according to us. It's called top 
to bottom. Let's start at the bottom. Where it's always fun to start. Number 30. I don't know how to take that. Yes, you do. Number 30. You're up. I'm up. You're up. I got the Raiders. Ah. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. It was tough to rank them down here, wasn't it? It was. It, it was. was tough. And I couldn't drop the Raiders any lower. Um, yes, I agree. Because I do think that they're a better team than what their record shows. But what we've seen. But what we've seen, they're definitely in, in the bottom of the NFL right now. 30, I got the Washingtons. It's fair. I they are them, just bad. I have them somewhere between 27 and 29. Because like we, we say, yep. the bottom yep. six teams, yep. or six teams, yep. there's not yep. that much of a gap. A little bit more of a gap now than there was. A yes. couple of them yeah. are, are doing well. Um, but I got the Washingtons there. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Not anymore. Not anymore. Carson Wentz. Is I think I'd rather have Chris. Well, he's bad. Not, uh, he's yeah. bad. He's just not playing well, and that's really tough for me to admit because we have a conversation on this show where we debated with our old boy Matt. Remember Matt? Hey Matt. Hey Matt. Hey buddy. <laughs> where it was Dak versus Wentz, and I am on the record absolutely ripping Matt to shreds for thinking that Dak was better than Wentz, ripping him to shreds. There was also a whole temperature conversation during that particular show, there which was. I remember very, there very was. well, which he brought a temperature that wasn't accurate, but then it turned out to be accurate, and it just is a whole great thing, and I loved every second of it. He was all in on Dak being better than Wentz, and I God, that was a two-year call. I eviscerated him on that at the time. You did. At in the fact, time, I, I remember right. we had a whole show where we ranked the quarterbacks yes. just so we could prove yes. Yes. That Carson Wentz was better than Dak Prescott. And at the time, he was. He was. It has not turned out that way. No. Very similar to, like, like let's well, just, I mean, moving it over to basketball a little to bit. To be fair. Similar to, like, to, a like a Blake well, To be Blake fair, Griffin like, Carson ranking. Wentz got better, and then he kind of hit the cliff. And that where just absolutely fell Dak apart. Dak Prescott has kind of just leveled out. He, he, he upped a little he bit from He that. hasn't been able to play. Yeah. And, and, that, and, that's, and that's the key is... Now, Dak is better than Wentz, but not because of anything Dak has done. Right. Wentz has just been no. terrible. It's just so that's why had, I got... Dak hasn't done anything to get worse. So that's why, except lose his job to Cooper Rush. Uh, so I got Washington at 30. They're just tough I to got watch. the Raiders. It, it, I got the Raiders at 31. They're actually entertaining to watch. I got the Raiders at 31. I got the Seahawks. All right. And and the only, the only reason that the Seahawks have a win is because it was an emotional... Geno Smith. Season opener. He's leading some categories. Where those passing, fans by the were way. lit up, and there was no way sure. Russell Wilson was going to be able to run that offense. Yep, you're pretty high. In 32? It's uh, the Texans. It's yeah, they're yeah. just they're bad. Yeah. And it, that that makes the Colts season so much harder yes. to judge. Yes, it is. 100%. If this was college where it was you know ranking teams, that would be a bad, bad Blemish yeah, on they the wouldn't be making the, the playoffs at Probably all. Probably not. Probably not. All right, so 30-31-32, I got Washington's, the Raiders, and the Texans. You have? I have the Raiders, the Seahawks, and the Texans. Top five. Number five. You want me to go first this sure. time again? This time again. This time again. Again this time. That's right. Go. The Chiefs. Hmm. And tough I, loss. It was a tough loss. It was a loss. tough loss, but every other team that was around them in the rankings Lost. Yeah, so that's why it makes it, was, it a tough game. Yeah, it was kind of one of those you you get credit for. So, similarly, I agree with you. I got the Ravens at five. 
Really? Yes, I do. I think they are very good. I think they, Lamar is playing so, so out of his mind. For me, that's low. I, so I understand. They were out of the top five completely. And there was a big gap well, in the I, top. I, I did have them in my five last week. So I okay. did not. Yeah, yeah. So I so if I had them at five like you did, sure, they jump. But they were out of the five and there was a gap at the top. We had the Bills and the Chiefs at the top, mm-hmm. so there's a gap. They closed that gap. Similarly to the MVP conversation, mm-hmm. that gap got closed. Because I have the Chiefs at four. I have the Dolphins at four. Okay. Um, That's fair. And and it's the, you got to give them credit for the record, yep. and they just beat the Bills, who both of us are convinced yep. is the te- on paper and talent wise the best team in the NFL right now. So where do you have the Bills then? Three, three. So I have the Bills at three as well, which is a good spot for them right yep. now. You know, you just came off of a loss, and and it's, it wasn't a bad loss. That's but the they way. were they there was a gap, yep. and then everyone else around you lost. But so, because of that loss, yeah. I got the Dolphins at two. I got the Ravens at two. Okay. Again, you had if yeah. I had them where you had them last week, I could make that argument. Yeah. But I've got the Dolphins at two, and we both have the Eagles at one. Yeah, I, I give these guys the credit for being undefeated. Yes, that's why I and, have and them it's one and two. Not just the credit for being undefeated; it's how they've been winning. Yep. yep. You know, it, and it hasn't been great teams, but they've well, been winning. Dolphins beat the Bills. Let's yeah. not forget that. No, which is why I can't rank the Bills ahead of the Dolphins. Well, the they're un- the undefeated team. I, I did, and they beat them head to head. Three days ago. So the reason that I had the Bills higher was because the gap. They felt like they won that game. It felt like that game should have been the Bills. I know the Dolphins did, which is why I gave them even more credit and sure. jumped them above the sure. Chiefs. But it looks like, it, for me, if if I was watching that game, like I told you, it's the Bills won that game. I understand. I understand. So, all right, five through one. I got the Ravens, Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, and Eagles. And I got the Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, Eagles. We Same even, teams. We didn't even we didn't talk about the Eagles yeah. because. They're, they're playing really well. They're playing really well. They're playing really, really well. It's hard well. to find a weak point in them right now, to be honest. And and they're going to have them. Look, this team is not going to go undefeated. Oh. They're not. I don't think. That, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. They're not. But I agree. You know, but they're going to be a, one of the better teams in the NFL for probably the rest of the I had them season. as a two seed. Before the season, I had them going in as a two yeah, seed. I had them in the playoffs. I had Arizona as a one seed, so that's not working out so hot. But I had them. As the as the two seed, I thought they were going to do just fine. All right, let's make some money. I mean, some of us. One of us is going to try and make some money. I mean, You're killing me over what here. What do you want me to do? I want you to do better. I, I feel like that's obvious. Every week, we pick five games against the spread in our favorite segment. Although it's it's quickly destroying Chio's will to live. <laughs> Between that and fantasy, dude, it's just a slow death. Listen, we're eleven and twelve in our league. It's not. It's not great. It's not great. It's just. It's I mean, not at least great. I got a season that I can just you know live off my laurels from. The season yeah, before. I guess no stress. No stress. That's gonna be a hashtag. Hashtag no stress for you. You just write it out. Every week we pick five games against the spread. Try and make you some money in our favorite segment known as the fist bump five. Coming off another losing week for you, finishing two and three. Hey, better than the week before. Uh, slightly. Yes, you have two wins versus the one. Nailed it. So you won on the Lions and the Ravens, lost on the Chiefs, the Washingtons, and your Seahawks. I uh, flipped that and went with another 3-2. and two. And, yeah, here we are. Packers, Lions, and Ravens. 
Jets and 49ers were the loss. I'm slowing down because, oh, there it is. Okay, we're good. I, I The numbers weren't adding up in my head as I'm looking at the spreadsheet that I have going here. And it was because I was missing a week. I just didn't see week one. I was like, that doesn't equal to the records I have. What is going on right now? Why am I All missing right. ten games? So you're at two and three. I had three and two. Overall, you're sitting at a measly five and ten. I have jumped above 500, and I am 8-7. Combined, 13-17 and 17 for a combined total of 43%. By the way, real quick, 5-10, 33%. 8-7, 53%. Combined, 43%. Wah, wah. Is that how averages work? I feel like that's how averages work. I mean, let's get to this week. Here we go. Yeah, I go first. I, I'm waiting yeah. for you. Again, this yeah, time, yeah. Can we, this time again, I go first. I'm going to Cincinnati. Thursday night football. The Cincinnati Bengals host the Miami Dolphins. The undefeated Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And they will be undefeated no more. I got Cincinnati winning this game. By a touchdown or more. Four-point spread in favor of Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by four points. Yep. And I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals minus four. Miami's got to go on the road. Short week. Got a little banged up. Tua got a little banged up. And I think this is where the run ends. Right here. Cincinnati's going to come out guns blazing. Those all-white uniforms. Are they wearing those this game? Yeah. It's going to be nice. nice it's going to be I nice. Like uniforms. I think they're going to channel the the inner tiger, Bengal tiger, their inner Bengal tiger, and they're going to win this game pretty comfortably in victory formation. Give me the Bengals minus four, hosting the Miami Dolphins. I too, <laughs> I'm going to Cincinnati. Okay, oh, oh, give it to me head to head. We're going head to head, baby. Yes! They're giving Miami four points. That is correct. And that, that's how that works. No, no, I, I understand. Yeah. And while I think the Cincinnati may win this game by a field goal. Sure. That would be less than four. I yep. I think that, I, well, one, I do think Miami is going to win this game outright. Okay. But if Cincinnati wins, it's going to be a close game. I, th- uh-huh. I think there's so much wrong with this offensive line that Burrow's not going to have a lot of time to throw against this great Miami secondary. Yep. And he's going to make some mistakes. Okay. So I think that Miami's going to end up winning the game, if not keeping it close enough that the four points will work in my favor. I love that you said that the main reason was you think that Cincinnati will probably win by three. That's what you said a bit second ago. You think Cincinnati's going to win, but by no, like no, no. three. What I meant That's is what you if said. Cincinnati wins. Okay. It's, I'm sorry. I forgot to say it. Okay. So if let me Cincinnati ask you, who's going to win this game? Miami. Okay. So I disagree with you. No, I understand that. But the reason I came to this conclusion is, and you're going to see this with the rest of my picks. I made picks based off of who I think is going to win the game. Mm -hmm. A little betting statistic for you so far this season. I gave you some some good information last week. I got another one for you this week. We have finished three weeks of football for a total of 48 games. Okay? 42 and 6. 42 of those games, the spread did not matter. Didn't matter at all. Either the favorite won and more than covered, 
or the underdog won outright. So the point spread didn't matter at all for all but six of those games. Right. I understand that. So in this game, we're we're just just giving you. I thought you were trying to explain something. I'm giving my reasoning. So I'm I just went. used to you telling me that I'm wrong, and here's why. And So I went with who I thought was going to win this game. Okay. And as long as the points aren't 57 or super high, I moved on. No, so I'm, that's why. Yeah. Take well, that no, so and understand. I, I chose this one because Miami's an, uh, uh, the underdog. In Correct. This, and I think they're going to win regardless. Okay. I so, think they're coming in banged up on a short week. No, I think this screams that, an upset. For me, what makes and it, it wouldn't be an what upset makes it a, a, a bigger lock for me is the fact that I think four that points. if Cincinnati does win this game, It'll only be, it's yeah. going to be you. by field. I'm with you. All right, next game, New Orleans. I'm going to New Orleans. Oh, we're just gonna, all right, let's yeah, just jump back into yeah, it. That's how, right back that's into how it works. It. Yeah. I, well, I, what, the, what gave it away, and it was subtle. I slipped it in. Most of you, I'm going to try it again. Next game was my transition to my next game. Horribly done. New Orleans. Got Minnesota going into New Orleans to face Minnesota. off with the Saints. I think Minnesota's a good team. I think the New Orleans is a bad team. So again, going the, back the to... The New Orleans? Are they are they the new the Washingtons? No. Going back to the stat I just told you, 42-6, and six, as far as the spread not even mattering. I think Minnesota's going to win this game outright. And they're laying two and a half. So, that's fine. They're going to win by a field goal. I'm fine with that. Give me Minnesota, minus two and a half at the Nolan Saints. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good way to assess it. And, yeah. and I think I would have, too. I do think Minnesota's going to end up beating New Orleans anyway. And I think that their defense is enough to hold yeah. New Orleans low enough that. I think we're going to see some some good play yeah. from that offense, too, in Minnesota. Um, I don't know if Dalvin Cook's going to be playing, but... It, not to say it doesn't matter, but they've got Alexander Madison, and he's a really good running back, too. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be a huge difference, and they're going to spread the ball. And Jefferson's not happy. He is not happy with the way that his game has gone the past week or so. No, so not he, at all. He might, he might break some records in this game. That's so fair. That's why I got Minnesota minus 2.5 at New Orleans. You're up. I'm going for a big spread this week. I, okay. I feel that I needed the, the monster spread this week. Okay, which, which one? Is, uh, Green Bay. New England's going to to Wisconsin with no Mac Jones. I, what I saw it at like nine, nine and a half. Nine right? and a half. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay is nine and a half. I ran away. I ran away. Something's not right there. Something's, something's weird to me. Something's well. It's because Mac Jones isn't it isn't I playing. Understand. I understand. So who's gonna come back? Cam Newton. I thought this. I saw. I saw it happening. Yeah. I talked about it on Monday night. Now I can't see any record yeah. of it happening. So I have. I have no. Did clue. I get twittered? I got twittered. You got. You got twittered. I don't. Isn't see it Brian Hoyer? I think it's Brian. Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't see any way that New England, even though Green Bay doesn't have the plethora of wide receivers that they sure. that they normally do, or at least that great one that you have to worry yeah. about to open yeah. the rest. I still think Green Bay is going to be good enough to beat this New England team by ten. All right. It doesn't leave you a whole lot of wiggle room. It's at gonna, least ten. At least. 10. At least ten. Okay. That's fair. So you got. I've got Green Bay at minus nine and a half. All right, that's a big spread. It is. It is. I was asked today which of the two undefeated teams are going to lose first. Oh, it's because of the time of day, isn't it? Well, that's once a Thursday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. So I said Miami because it didn't matter because I think they're going to lose. Yeah. But in a true 
testament to Josh's take integrity. You really think? And staying in line with the spread not mattering for 42 out of the 48 games already. I've got the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the juggernaut Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Eagles are laying six and a half points. Now, for my official pick, I'm going to say one thing. But my gut, I'm going to say something else. Does that make sense? Sure. Which do you want first? The Eagles are going to lose this game. Is that gut or is that? That's my gut. But it turns out that means I can just take Jacksonville plus the six and a half. But I don't think the spread is going to matter in this game either. I think Jacksonville is going to beat them. I'm not saying by a lot. I'm not calling for a lot. Could happen. We just saw them blow out a couple of teams. But I think Jacksonville is going to win this game. I think this is a classic letdown opportunity, and we will be undefeated no more in the NFL. And the 1972 Miami Dolphins can crack it open and celebrate after week four. So give me the Jacksonville Jaguars plus six and a half at the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's it's funny that you actually brought up the whole last undefeated teams are going to lose yep. in week four. If I remember the last time that all undefeated teams lost that early. It has, it's the, been a while. Here's the only reason that I know it. It's because I hopped on Facebook this morning okay. and I saw my memories. Oh, and it was and today. it was nine years ago. There you go. Today, yeah. And the Boom. last undefeated teams were nine years ago. What year is that? Is that 2013? Well, 2013. Okay. The last undefeated teams oh, were boy. That's the a, Detroit uh, Lions. Yes, yes, it was. I the Washington. Oh my God. The Bears. This is insane. And the Packers, which, okay, Th- that's a nod, but wow. And to see that. And that was after week three. And that was after week three. All, week four, I think all the, the undefeated So I'm saying week four now. You're saying now week four, yeah. same thing, and it's the same unpredictable, like, oh, my God, yeah. these are the two. It's just interesting the how it happens. I'm on I the record. It. I'm on the record. I like it. Give me the Jaguars plus six and a half at the Eagles with a sneaky money line drop. So the Steelers are going to be at home, and they're giving three points to the Jets. Yes. And I think that the Jets. The return. Of Zach Wilson. I think the Jets are sneakily I don't want to say sneakily. Ooh. They're a lot they're so much better than people really are estimating them to be. Like they look at them as a, a bottom five team. I think they're more middle of the pack. From a from a sneakily standpoint, from I a agree. Sneakily, I was trying to think of a word and like three came out. It didn't really work well. Let's go uh, move on. But I think it's a sneakily approach. I, I agree. think that they are a significantly better team. Than Sneakily, the yeah. The only thing that I think the Steelers have the advantage in is that wide receiver core, but they don't have a quarterback uh, to get them the I, ball. So I'm going to push back. No, I, I I don't know that you can but say it's, that it's they the have a better wide receiver core. That could core. be argued. It, it, like there's everything else on the Steelers is just T.J. Watts hurt. Like yeah. he's not playing yeah. like he can. The rest okay. of that defense revolves around him. And the Steelers are favored by three. And the Steelers are favored by three. Okay. Give me the Jets, and they're going to win the game outright. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah. I'm on, I think Zach Wilson's going to come back. I did not pick this game, but I think Zach Wilson's going to come back and play very well. The reason I didn't is because I, I 
I'm scared to see what he does. I don't know. But I'll be but, honest, I, I don't think it matters who starts a quarterback for the Jets in this game. I well, because Joe Flacco's the go. Like, let's let's he's be real. He's in the NFL in passing <laughs> let's yards. Let's be real. What a, what a crazy did you see stat. That? Did you see that post? The, the league is in great hands with these young yeah. quarterbacks, and it's all young quarterbacks and then Flacco. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, think I agree. Even, even I think we're going to see yeah. I think we're gonna see some love from Wilson to Wilson in this with Garrett Wilson. Uh, finally getting his guy yeah. at quarterback. I, I, I tend to agree. If you made me pick the game, I would say the Jets outright as well. Um, and it's three points, you said? Three so points. Jets plus three. Yeah. And you like them straight up. Yep. All right. Game number four. Going to Houston. Why? Um, because there's a game in Houston this week. The Los Angeles Chargers. So there's a scrimmage in Houston. Are playing at the Houston Texans. Right now, the, the Chargers are favored. When when we when we locked our picks in, the Chargers were favored by five points. Yep. That's still the same, by the way. Have you seen the list of injuries on the Chargers? Yeah. I have a few missed calls. And my phone may have just buzzed as I said that. I think they need me and you to come out there and play. Everybody on that team is hurt, from the quarterback to their pass rush to wide receivers to offensive linemen. To their $21 million a year cornerback who they just signed in the offseason. Yeah, to their high draft pick uh, offensive linemen. It's literally Austin Eckler and Khalil Mack versus the world right now. And and by the way, they aren't a hundred percent either. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump all over this. Give me the Texans plus the five. And I'm not calling for the outright win, but this might be a reeling Chargers team right now that the Texans can jump up and play. I I I think the Chargers can sneak this win in, but I'm gonna take the Texans plus the five. Host and it's at home hosting the remnants of the Los Angeles Chargers. So I don't know if if you looked at the the daily lines, you know how they have the stats record against yeah. the spread, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. Against the spread. Yeah. The Houston Texans. Yep. Are two zero oh, and one. Yeah. There's a tie in there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. they might not win games, but they're not. They're covering. Blown out. They're covering. They're in that six game window yeah. that I talked about. Forty two games didn't matter. Six did. Texans have a couple of yeah. them. Yeah. So, I, I'm good with that Did one. you pick like the same it. game or no? No, I did oh, not okay. pick the same game. So, give me the Texas plus five, host of the Chargers. The banged-up Chargers. You're up. Seattle's going to Detroit. Yes, they are. Detroit is four-point favorites. Yes, they are. I think Detroit is a really decent team. Yes, they are. I think Seattle is not. Uh, I believe you ranked them dead last. I de- uh, second to last. Second to last. Houston. Houston. <laughs> I, I think that Aiden Hutchison needs to have that breakout game. This is the team that he can have that huge 100%, breakout game against. 100%. So I see I see something like that happening where he has that game. You look, That's why they drafted him number two. Sure. It's why they should have drafted him number one. You know. Yep. DeAndre Swift is awesome. Pretty good. Banged up. Banged up. Good. Still good. What is it? Jamal Williams? Is that the, the other yeah. back? Yeah. And, He's and, very good. And I don't think golf is bad enough to blow this game for Detroit. So I'm going with Detroit. And, I'll lay the points, and I. What is that? Three, four, four. Yeah. So you got Detroit. Yeah, and and to be honest, minus I four, th- and I think it's going to be more than four. Like, well, I, yeah, it, 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 it needs to be. Well, no, I'm saying it could be win. significantly more than four. In that conversation that I referenced earlier, where someone asked me who's going to be the undefeated team to lose first, and I said Miami, but I also said to him, 
both teams are going to lose this week. And I've already gone through and said both teams are going to lose this mm-hmm. week on my picks here in the fist bump five. I also said, are both the undefeated teams going to win? Is that what you're about to say? Both undefeated teams are going to win. Or lose. both winless teams are going to win? There is one 0 oh, and 3 team. Yes. And there's one 0 oh, 2 and 1. That's what I'm saying. Both. And you I'm have. just looking at the 0 oh, and 3 team because I only have one pick left. Okay. And that's the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And I said to that gentleman, I said, both undefeated teams and the one 0 oh, and 3 team, all of them are going to get a 1 where there is currently a 0. And you said there's a good chance that Houston could win their games. Yes, yes. It it and I'm and I'm putting it on the record. And if you were to go ahead and look at my FanDuel, I bet it. I bet these picks. I bet them as a parlay. Let's go. The Raiders are hosting the Denver Broncos. They are. They are two and a half point favorites at home to the Denver Broncos. And this is where we see it. This is the game where Derek Carr is going to figure it out. Josh McDaniels is going to he's going to call some plays. He's going to draw some stuff up. He's going to get that ball to Devontae Adams finally. Their run game's going to pick up. The defense is going to finally come together and they are going to smother Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Give me the Raiders minus two and a half at home to the Denver Broncos. So I'm going to stay with you in Vegas. Oh, my God. Again? And I'm going the other way. Go. Two head-to-heads. Two head-to-head. This does not happen very often. I I think that Denver is is primed to take control of this division. Like, it's right now it seems like it's falling apart. The Chargers are getting injured left and right. It's a mess. Who knows what's going on. I mean, I still think the Chiefs are going to be good enough to win this division. But – if Denver wanted any shot of it, this is it. This is a game that they have to win. They have to win big. They have to make a statement, and I think they're going to. They're two and a half point dogs. Yes, they are. I, I, I think, I think that's going to be working in Denver's favor. Where so you picking them out right? I'm picking them out right. Okay, but for for the fist bump five, we are ATS yeah. as they say. So you got the Broncos plus two and a half. Yes, I do. And I've got the Raiders minus two and a half. Yep. So we got some movement in the standings. We do. Either that gap gets bigger or a little bit smaller. (laughs) All right. So recap, I got the Bengals minus four, the Vikings minus two and a half, the Jaguars plus six and a half, the Texans plus five, and the Raiders minus two and a half. You? I have Miami plus four. Green Bay minus nine and a half. The Jets plus three and winning outright. Detroit minus four and Denver plus two and a half and winning outright. So I feel like when you say it during the recap, yeah. that's on the record. So if they don't the win, if they don't win but they cover, I feel like that's a loss. No, that's not a loss. On the record. Nice. <laughs> Whatever. And those are your week four fist bump five. I actually feel good about this week. We have. Uh, I mean, we, we both feel good about this week, I think. Because I do feel good. I, I've got the statistical analysis behind me. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling. I like it. And take integrity. And I'm very, very concerned <laughs> that my, my take integrity is leading me down a dark path. But I'm sticking with it. Those are your fist bump five picks.
Go ahead, bet one of the sides. You choose which one. I'd probably bet his, to be honest. I mean, it's just... We're not flipping a coin. I stand no chance. Historically speaking, it has been a safer bet. We're not talking about the NBA, so it's all you. And that does it for episode 94 of the Piss Bum Boys podcast. Check us out and follow us on the social medias. Individually on Twitter, I am at jhubcap1727. And I am at fbbgiovanni. Together, we are on the Twitters and all the social medias. We are at the Fist Bump Boys. Don't forget, Monday Night Football. Halftime. Hit them with it one time. Just one? Just one. <clears throat> the week four edition of the Fist Bump Boys Monday Night Football Halftime Show. Coming up on Instagram Lives. The Gram. Check us out. We'll break all these down. Geo may or may not be with us. I don't know. It may or may not be on the Fist Bump Boy page. You're just going to have to look and find it's out. It's always a surprise. It's just, we just like to roll the dice. Scavenger hunt. But again, on the Instagrams and all the social medias, you can find us at the Fist Bump Boys. Check out the website, pictures, articles, all the episodes, all our Fist Bump 5 picks, track us through the year, everything at www.thefistbumpboys.com. Thank you so much for joining We had fun. You had fun. You learned. You're making some money. We'll do it again next week right here on the Fist Bump Boys. (laughs) 